Hello and welcome to the I Can Do podcast with Benjamin Lee. We're here to talk about tips and strategies to have an I Can Do mindset when it comes to faith, family, fitness, and food. Let's go. Here's your host, Benjamin Lee. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Can Do. I am Benjamin Lee. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope and pray all is well with you. How has your week been? My week has been pretty good, and I am certainly thankful to my Father in Heaven for the wonderful blessings He continues to give to me every day. What a blessing it is, isn't it, to know who Jesus is. Well, today I want to talk to you about something that that I preached on last week, and I think it will be good for all of us to be reminded of this, especially for me as well. I had received an email a couple of weeks ago from a coach that I follow. I follow his newsletter, and he had a story in there about the Vikings and how the Vikings would often burn their ships when they would invade a new land. They would burn their ships, and they would send a signal, a sign, by doing that. The reason why they would do that, I think, was for a couple of reasons. Number one, it sent a signal to the people that lived in that land, that they were willing to go all the way, no matter what, even to the death. It also sent a signal to themselves, for one another, to the the crew that was there, that they were in this together, that they were in that battle and whatever they were going to face, that there was no turning back. That email really stuck with me. And whether or not those things actually happened, You know, it's still something powerful to think about. And I think I've I've heard that from a couple of places before. And so it is a it's powerful imagery to see this idea of total commitment of total. We are moving forward at all cost. But now I want to share with you a story that I have to I don't have to doubt. I don't have to worry. I don't have to be concerned whether or not all the details are correct. What I'm going to share with you next is where we find in the first century a group of disciples who burned their books. They burned their books. And I'm talking about the event that took place in Acts chapter 19. As we think about our faith, as we think about commitment, our walk with Christ, what a great example for us to consider. We know that Paul was in Ephesus, according to verse number one. He had come across some disciples who did not have a good understanding, had not even heard of the Holy Spirit. And he asked them, why or into what then were you baptized? In verse 3. And they said, into John's baptism. Well, John's baptism indeed was a baptism from God, but it had gone out of business. It was no longer in effect. It was no longer in authority. And so Paul said in verse 4, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in him who was coming after him. That is in Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And they would begin to speak in tongues and prophesy after the Apostle Paul laid hands on them. Paul would stay in that region for a long period of time, reasoning and persuading uh, individuals about the kingdom of God. In verse 9, there were those who would uh, who opposed the way, and they spoke evil of the way. And so Paul withdrew from them and took away the disciples, reasoning daily in the school of Tyrannus. This took place for two years so that all who lived in Asia heard the word of the Lord, both Jews and Greeks. 
Now listen to this. This is so interesting here. God was performing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul, so that handkerchiefs or aprons were even carried from his body to the sick, and the diseases left them, and the evil spirits went out. You know, there are people today who make these claims that they have power to heal, and they'll sell handkerchiefs and things like that and water. Don't buy into that at all. Those are false teachers. They have no power at all. But what Paul was doing here, he had he had power from God. And so he's performing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. Now, here's what's interesting. In verse 13, there were some of the Jewish exorcists who went from place to place, attempted to name over those who had the evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, I adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. Seven sons of one Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, were doing this. And the evil spirit answered and said to them, I recognize Jesus, and I know about Paul, but but who are you? And the man in whom was the evil spirit leaped on them and subdued all of them and overpowered them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. Now listen to this. This became known to all, both Jews and Greeks who lived in Ephesus, and fear fell upon them all, and the name of the Lord Jesus was also being magnified. So this news of these men who had no power at all, that news had spread. The, The news about Paul is spreading. And as a result of this, in verse 18, it says, many also of those who had believed kept coming, confessing and disclosing their practices. So you're talking about believers. Some When you read this verse in verse 18, it may say, or it may appear like these were already believers. And it could be the case that maybe these are people who were now believing as a result of the things that were taking place. But nonetheless, they are believers. They kept coming, confessing, and disclosing their practices. And many of those who practiced magic, sorcery, uh, different spells, and, and things like that that was popular during this time in Ephesus, listen to this, brought their books together and began burning them. That's the idea. Burn your books. They're confessing their sins, disclosing their practices. They're burning their books, it says, in the sight of everyone. And they counted up the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. Think about that for a moment. This is something that was being done that everyone could see. This burning of the books sent a statement. It sent a statement to the devil, number one, we're not listening to you anymore. We are putting our trust fully in our King, Jesus. It sent a statement to the people around them who would have been aware of these books and who practiced many of the same things, that these believers, that these people who are part of the way, they said, look, we're drawing a line right here in the sand. We're not going back. We're burning the books. You think about the fact that in the first century, particularly in the book of Acts, you see how often disciples, they would sell their property to help other needy Christians. It was something that was really needed at that time. And yet these Christians, as I read in one commentary, I really loved the thought, they, they, they burned the books, which amounted to a price of 50,000 pieces of silver when that money could have been given to the needy and the poor. But it's like this decision, this line in the sand, 
that they said, we don't want this circulating. This is, this, there's nothing true. There's nothing good in these sorcery books. And we're not even going to try to make a profit off of it. That speaks volumes. And I want you to notice something else. They brought their books together. This was something that they did together. I think there's something important there as we think about the fact that when it comes to this burning your books, very much like the Vikings and how they would burn their ships, when you burn your books, sometimes you're going to need some assistance, right? That's what Christianity is all about. One heart, one soul, helping one another, all the one another passages that we have in the, in the New Testament, which should be a great encouragement for us that we need one another. But we can't do this on our own. Secondly, I think there's something here when I think about Psalm chapter one, and if you want to live a blessed life, a a happy life many times over, then you don't stand, you don't, or you don't sit, you don't walk, you don't stand in the path of the sinners, but that our delight is in the law of the Lord, our focus, there's this dedication, there's this severing that has to take place. That's what we see with the burning of the books. Thirdly, Think about the impact that that will have on people around us. These believers had no worries, no questions. They didn't care who saw it. In fact, it appears that they wanted people to see it because they're confessing. They are disclosing their practices and they're burning all of this for everyone to see. When you read the next verse, after that, the word of God, it kept on growing. It was, it was growing and being magnified and prevailing. I think that says something to us. So I want you to think about this for a second. Are there books in your life that maybe you need to burn? Are there habits in your life that maybe you need to burn? Apathy? Habits that obviously are against God's will? Pride, envy, jealousy, Facebook, there's a book that we should probably burn because it often produces so much of those things, so much of those qualities. What books do we need to burn? What habits, what mindsets do we need to just get rid of once and for all? Think about Jacob and his family when they were called by God to go back home. I believe in Genesis chapter 35, he told his house to remove the idols. What idols in our hearts do we need to remove? What do we need to burn and eliminate once for all? When the Vikings went into a new land, they would burn their ships. And that sent a powerful message, whether they won or lost. As Christians, we can send a powerful message. Burn our books. Burn the books that are going to hold us back from who we are called to be. And just with habits as a whole, with the way we utilize our time in our lives and, and certain things that we may do that are not conducive to helping us to move forward and just to become better, burn your books. I want to conclude with a woman that Jesus wants us to remember. She's in the Old Testament. I don't know her name, but I know she was married to a man by the name of Lot. And I know Jesus in the Gospels would say, remember Lot's wife. And I think that's something important for us. Let's remember her where she turned back and she needed to let all of that go. 
And maybe we need to do the same with habits, with mindsets, with things of our heart. Maybe it's time for us to burn our books. Look, you don't have to do it alone. Do it together. Help, go, make sure you have someone that can help you. Reach out to other individuals who can assist you burning those books. And that's helping me to understand even more this idea of confessing our sins to one another. Because there's great strength and there's great power when we do that. Burn your books. Take care and God bless. And remember, I can do, so can you.